0: I'm Danny. And I'm D'Amika. and we're biracial unicorns. The
1: minisode,
0: minisode time.
1: I'm so excited. I actually wrote notes for this minisode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
1: It's not even that serious. I'm I'm just being that serious about it. Oh no! I'm even... so
0: unprepared. <laughs> No notes.
1: No, no. Somehow you will be more prepared than me. You'll just have like that the recesses and just be like, oh yeah, obviously, because I feel like this is something you are really comfortable with.
0: Mm. Am I really comfortable with anything?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like late '90s sitcoms, okay. I feel is like we'll see. We'll see. Like you would get double Jeopardy for sure in this. So all right, all right. I got my my phone. Because I feel like we need this because it's it's a rare condition in this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. So I get that was a little, that was a hint. It was the beginning of the theme song of the 1989 to 1999 sitcom of Family Matters hmm so if you do i we're gonna do 10 minutes and if we don't necessarily feel comfortable family matters we can open it up to tv nerds all right 10 minutes let's do this so were you i feel like there was like full house step-by-step family matters kind of in that same genre realm Mm. tgif Family Matters was, like, one of the anchor
0: points of TGIF.
1: Mm-hmm. It was, I, I feel like it was this, the selling point. I feel like it was, like, yeah, you come here for the Family Matters, but you stay for, like, the rest.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I watched Family Matters. I wasn't, like, a huge fan or, like, obsessed or anything. But, um, yeah, I think my first memory of Family Matters was, ooh, must have been first or second grade. Um, mm. So I guess that would have been, you know, 91, 92. And my neighbor, well, like, he lived on my block. He lived on the other side of my block. Uh, but he was like, come on, come over. We're going to watch Urkel. And I'm like, what <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs>
1: so that was I my first it.
0: exposure. <laughs>
1: I love it, and I think that's part of why I wanted to bring up the show because it's got everything. It's got black families. It's got intrigue. It's got drama. Like the show was very, very sweet. You know, very you know, the the there was a moral wrapped up into it. There was the the peak, the problem, the resolve. So every once in a while, uh, yeah. they would bring in nodes of their race and the troubles that would bring throughout their day. But I think it was this suburban working middle-class family and what I actually the reason why I wrote notes is I was just like okay yeah did it but what I was reading about it, it was a spin-off of Perfect Strangers did you watch that show yeah but I think it ended up being so much bigger
0: than Perfect Strangers right
1: yeah at least to me really I mean I guess
0: it depends on the, your age yeah <laughs>
1: I remember watching Perfect Strangers as a tiny child because that was one of the few channels we would get in England when I lived there when I was young. So it was like, you had Mm. to watch it regardless. But I didn't know it was a spinoff because of the Harriet character. She was the elevator operator, which really dated me. I did not like that. Uh, But I guess in some nicer places in New York, they still have these elevator operators but for her like this black woman her character they were so enthralled by her which who did that happen in the late 80s that she got herself a spin off i was like that is so cool i was really really into it but of course we all know some of the
0: spin offs are so like they just take one character and <laughs> it's like feels like a totally different world like I, I think another good example of that is like Frasier is a spin-off of Cheers was just like that yes. show has nothing to do with Cheers
1: I agree they're like how can we still tie in people to this franchise and still make money mm. but I mean but both shows are ridiculously successful in their own right though like yeah. Long standing crowd. Uh, but with this one, I thought it was so interesting that they loved her character and the guest spot of her husband. They're like, let's make a whole show of it. And I thought, wow, that was pretty amazing. But like you said, within a very short amount of time, it got completely taken over. So, what was supposed to be about like a family.
0: Yeah, they didn't know that Urkel was going to be such a standout character when they made it, which is hilarious because mm-hmm. he is like the show to so yeah. many people.
1: I mean, some people say he might have even saved the show because it was, oh. you know, at that time, I don't, we had so many shows like Family Matters. I don't think people were craving a show like that, specifically even like with a black family. When well, we had all these other families kind of doing the, can we have a dog, working husband, like, even though I found the relationships very sweet, it was very like, it's like when you have the, the white Barbie and you just dip it in brown paint. And they're just like, well, but I already have this doll. Mm. But it's slightly different. And I think having that Urkel character kind of just gave it something different for people. And there was catch lines, and he had his own cereal. And it it was just, it was a phenomenon. It absolutely was. And I felt like looking up more information about the tension that caused the vanishing middle sister. Did you hear about, like, there were three... Children in the show, and the middle child just went up the stairs and never came back down. And it it was just such an interesting show that was on for like nine, ten years and has had such a legacy. But I think it just gets kind of compared to like, well, it's not Fresh Prince, but it's not Good Times. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of fun to be nerdy about it. If it's on, I'll sit and watch it. But I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just so corny
0: (laughs) yeah I'm surprised it was on for so long I certainly did not watch it its entire run so like I can't even tell you what happened to the characters.
1: But but that's the thing. Like, you know, there was especially once the Urkel character got introduced, it was nerd boy comes over, causes a kerfuffle, everyone's kind of slightly irritated. Somehow he also fixes it. They all come back together. Did I do that? The end. Like (laughs) he, you know, he's trying to get at the their oldest daughter, craziness ensues. Like every once in a while other people might have gotten a brief kind of storyline. But for the most part, it was him leading in his nerddom, which I've always thought it was funny.
0: And sometimes Steve Steve becomes hot Stefan. Which I mean,
1: I I low key would look forward to those episodes. But I prefer I liked Nerd Steve too. I thought I was into it. Like who what girl doesn't like suspenders? I liked it. He also was the... He played a robot. He played of his, like, a female drag version, I think, of his cousin, R- R- Ethel, Earthel.
0: Like, oh, my gosh. That was always... That was such a trope of of that era. Wasn't like, it? It's so cringy.
1: It Ugh. is. But we just <laughs> accepted it. We're just like, oh, yeah, like, every every show needs to have this, the male dressing up as a female relative. Like you don't have that. So Mm. he had that. And I think, so he played multiple characters on there. I don't know. I, the, the character, the, the, the gentleman who played Urkel, like he, he should get his props because at the same time, that kind of like, what do you play after that? I mean, he got bit roles for the most part after that. And I think he, he's done voiceover work as well, but I think it's, hard for that particular genre once you got into that role like how do you ever get out of that
0: Mm. but and it was also a different time like moving out of tv into film was like very difficult back Mm -hmm. then whereas now there's like less of a divide and if anything like tv is almost like more prestigious in a sense um because these Mm. like serialized shows the way that they are But, like, sitcoms were not, like, you would have these people who are paid a lot of money to do sitcoms, very, very successful sitcoms, but they would all have, even the best of roles, they would all have a hard time moving into a different role following a sitcom, it seemed like.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think when you write these characters, and especially we talked about how long these sitcoms will go, how do you separate? Like I think about Full Full House and the guy who played uh, Danny Ta- uh, Tanner, the main character. Bob Saget. He like had a full on. Yeah. yeah, he. i know, because not only was he that guy, but he was the America's Funniest Home Video. So mm-hmm. he kind of went on and did a, a little bit more raunchier comedy and kind of. No, he, went it that wasn't whole that he went
0: because he had. It wasn't because he didn't go on and do that. That's what he did before Full House too. Like Full House was just this is anomaly. That what he was
1: beforehand? Yeah. Mm. And so for for us, like, it's like, wow, but we can never see him outside of this realm. So it's like for him being, as you're saying, his most his his bread and butter was shocking and ruining of the character. I remember they're doing like a roast of him. And it was just so I'm like, my gosh, that is so difficult that has allowed you to have this privilege in his this life. But it does stunt you. And there's a lot of people in that role. I mean, the the Saved by the Bell, the character of Dustin Diamond, who played Screech, who just passed away recently. He kind of had that, that yeah. nerd trope as well, like very geeky, very nerdy. Mm. And he never got out of that. And that was really like damaging to himself. And uh, sorry, that was the timer. And we're ignoring it as usual. But how once again it gave them this this popularity and it gave them financial stability but then after the show finishes like what what are you and I think there's just that that kind of theme of that particular genre a little bit
0: mm yeah yeah I think so yeah I don't even remember Jamal White I was like what is his name and it just yes. came to me I was about to say I don't even remember that actor's name and then I remember Jamal White. <laughs>
1: Bravo, bravo. No, really good actor. And like I said, the things that I have seen him in since, I really enjoyed him. But to say that you do not automatically associate him with that character, despite your best efforts, is really hard. Like, that is, that's a lot of discipline. At least at least for that sort of character,
0: like, it was so rooted in, like, the way that he dressed and the way that he held himself that at least it's easy to change those things. Right. I think Mm. even though it is more of like an archetype and in some ways harder to get away from, I think the cast of friends, a lot of them have had a hard time moving on Mm. to other things because it's like there wasn't anything special, defining characteristic of any of those characters. It just became so associated Mm. with with them physically how they always are that I think like at least for Jamal White, there was like he could take. Urkel off a little bit,
1: um, and be something mm. else. That is so interesting. It's funny you bring up Friends because I was wondering just like just that difference because there's like the, a very brief overlap, not massive overlap of the show. You know what I mean? Like that show, Family almost was kind of coming to the end when Friends was kind of taking off. But just the dis- the difference in money. So they were on the air for a similar amount of time, but by the end of it, the Friends were making like what a million per episode. Or something of that nature. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Something crazy. And people... Yeah. But the cast, uh, family manager, making anywhere between 3000 to 7000 depending on where they were per episode during that time. Like, we're like, which was a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money per episode, depending on who you are and what you ask but i just think like that huge jump in in salary and who you ask i think even fraser was something similar like by the end he, they were getting so much money per episode and thinking about like definitely not like, friends
0: level though friends was like insanity yeah. for such a mediocre yeah show
1: <laughs> girl you 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 already know that's a whole other 10 minutes on the clock <laughs>
0: <laughs> for real for real
1: but thank you for going down the TGI Friday lane with me.
0: Ah, uh, TGIF. Such a different time. I I hate watching shows in real time now. It's like the worst. But back mm-hmm. then it was really great.
1: <laughs> it was like you look I remember actually legitimately like looking forward to it. It like the week could start now with yeah. that. That was a marker of like it is the weekend now and we yeah, I can't I can't do real time, girl. I tried watching like MTV the other day on real in real time with the commercials and everything. I felt so old. I couldn't. I think I literally yeah. got up. I was like, I can't.
0: I will say I am watching Wandavision and those drop on Fridays. It's not exactly the same, but like I watch it on Friday night, so I guess it is kind of my TGIF. Is Wandavision? Oh, but I'm also like I would. I just want to stream these. I'm like not used to watching things slowly. <laughs> Same with Mandalorian. I'm like, ugh, it's taking too long. Oh. I have to like let it sit in my mind for a week mm. in between things. I don't
1: like it. I agree. I've been ruined. I completely that we have been like, let me binge if I want to yeah. binge.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's how I felt about uh, Picard. I was greedy. I'm like, you need to give me all Picard or no Picard. I'm not going to sit here and wait. But I sat there and I waited.
0: <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We'll be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with another mini-sode.
1: hmm Peace. Out.